and welcome to The Raw Bar. I'm Goddess Cecilia, sexuality and pleasure educator slash consultant. I've invited my friends and colleagues to sit, snack, and get real and probably a little salty about sexuality and pleasure. We've also saved a seat for you. Grab a drink, something to munch on, and your willingness to explore and experience something new and pleasurable. This is my partner, Andrew. Hi, everybody. And today on the Raw Bar with Goddess Cecilia, I'm going to be interviewing him, asking him a couple questions about the past two years in regards to parenthood and partnership. But you are not excited about this. No. No. He hates this. Social anxiety is fun. Social anxiety is fun. But yeah. he also agreed to do this, and I kept yeah. double checking with him. And even like right before I hit start, he was like, "No, nope. I'm not ready." <laughs> so, and did you want to tell them a little bit about like who you are in this world? I'm gonna tell them about myself first to kind of let him so, think about it, or do what? Do you want to just go for it? Should I go first? She like was prepping me, and she like told me some of the questions that we were gonna be talking about tonight. Okay. I'm like. So she was telling me the questions. It's like, oh, well, I mean, first I'll have you introduce yourself. I'm like, so that's question one. And that's the hard one. Uh, a little bit about myself and who I am in the world. I'm a parent. I am a martial artist. Mm-hmm. And I'm an educator. Yeah. All true things. I can vouch for him. Yeah. Yeah. Officially vouched for. So <laughs> we've been married for six years now. 2015. And, but we've been dating for nine years. Yeah, 2001. Right? Yep, yep. 2012? Yeah. So we've known each other for quite some time now. And a lot has happened in nine years. We, we I mean, even we even knew each other before then, because I think I started working... When did you start working again? I want to say 2011, 2010. Shoot, I don't remember. I want to say... I'm like, how many summers did I spend there? <laughs> we worked at an after-school program. Did you start in like, like February break or something like that? Yes, break I think so. Now. Or something like that. I think it was yeah. a February break. Oh, so it must have been 2010. Yeah. What was it? I think it was 2010. Oh, Other people will know this. <laughs> <laughs> Better than we will. But yeah, so I think it was 2010 We I started working at this program. Mm-hmm. I was just like... I did not plan to stay there for that long. Like It was like a little thing to kind of tide me over until I figured out the next step. But I had, you know, I made friends and the friends like told me that I should stay. And so I did a little longer. And I mean, I guess. Let's not even, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of that thing. So when we started dating. No, 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 no. Before we started dating. Before we started dating. There's a whole... Okay, so first Us getting of all, together is complicated. Us getting together is a little complicated because okay. there are some complications. And it was a little bit like a story for another time. Yeah. But when I... I'm pretty sure I made it clear what, that I... You made it very clear you were interested in Was me. interested. <laughs> yes. You wanted, you wanted to And... Up. Because honestly, yeah. like, I was like, this guy is probably some frat boy. Very wrong. I was very wrong. And he's just going to be like a fun hookup. 
what, nine years later. <laughs> you gotta be. We have a two-year-old, in fact, yeah. who's currently babbling in his crib right now. So that's happening. Yeah. So when I made my intentions clear, basically, yes. Yes. one of the things I remember asking you, and I don't know if you really remember this moment, we were somewhere like, in the subway. I don't remember. Was it we like... We were very friendly. So when we met, we were both in not relationships. healthy relationships. So Unhealthy relationships. Oh. So like, we'd complain, share with each other and our other friends at work how miserable we are in our yeah, relationships. Exactly. And so at the time you had been dating that person for about a while, like seven years at that point or something. Somewhere around there. It's been a long time. It are already a long term. And you were like not even really that invested. And so I was, I think I remember asking you like, well, so, you know, you've been with this person for a long time. Mm -hmm. Truly, it was none of my business to ask this question, but I was obviously trying to figure out what your intentions were and how far I could. I think think it was obvious to her at that time. I don't think it was obvious to me at the time of this conversation. So so my intentions were to find out whether you were just going to be a (laughs) fuckboy or maybe something more, like a long-term hookup, or I don't know what, right? Like, it was very, like, open-ended. And so I asked if you had intentions to, like, marry this person, and I remember you saying no. I never want to get married. See, I don't remember that. You did. And so I think I asked specifically about like marriage and kids, like a family. Yeah. And you were like, I never want to get married or have kids. Yeah. And I remember being like, does your girlfriend know about this? That's what I remember. Because I was like, this person has no idea. Like, does she know that you have no intentions to get married ever? So what I remember is not all of that. What I remember, we were on the team. Because we were taking the train in the same direction. Yeah. So the neighborhood we lived in. As we're getting on the two year, like while we're waiting for the train to show up, mm. you're at, you were like, we're chatting. Mm. You started asking me stuff. Mm. Uh, and I remember you asking me, like, if I wanted to have kids. Okay. And I said, no. I did not. At that time in my life, I did not have kids. Which is fair. Um, and also, really none of my business. Really none of your business. Oh, really? Um, I mean, we worked with kids, like, Whatever. Well, yeah, um, and like honestly, I one of the things that I think was super attractive to me was that you were so good with kids, and it was like it was nice to watch uh, like an attractive human work with kids. work well with kids. Yeah. He's like, oh, the younger kids, I love the younger kids, and I'm like, Mm-mm, give me the kids who like can engage <laughs> a little, a little more. Not that they couldn't, obviously, because I mean, just so engage. I'm not restricted to just the little kids. No, no, I just, I think you were really good with them. And in my mm-hmm. mind, it was like, you were really good with that age. And mm-hmm. I, and I personally was like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked how you kept it real, even with some of the younger kids that were approaching. Yeah, I don't know. Because you had so many older kids. Yeah. And then one of our other friends, uh, you'd hang out with them even at work. They had a younger, younger population than you did. And her, well, her and I were in the same class for a long time. I remember being like, this guy's not interested in marriage or kids. I don't. I don't think this is going to be a thing. Right? Like, I don't think this is going to be a long-term thing, if anything at all. At that point, I was really unhappy in my relationship. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to end it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know 
what to do, how to do it. I had tried previously and haven't. Yeah. Weird. It's uh, like a whole other separate episode. Yeah, One gonna... day we're going to get into it. One day I we're going to tell you about. I need to find another therapist and work out some stuff first. Yes. And then we'll be able to have that conversation. <laughs> we'll have this conversation in public. Sure. So, our relationship sort of progressed. Obviously, we ended up getting married. And I think that there was always this conversation of like, after two years of being married, we'll consider having a kid. And there was always this like, or at least in, in my mind, that's how it was. You know, there there were definitely moments, though, where I remember feeling like nervous about broaching the subject. And, but we would always kind of talk about it. Like, I feel like we were pretty good about being open about those thoughts. And, and I made it really clear that, like, I personally wanted to have yeah. children. Yeah. And I, but what I remember is that you made it very clear. It was a couple of milestones in my mind. After we've been dating for a while, mm-hmm. you're like, is this going anywhere? Yes. Right? You're trying to, like, figure Keeping out, it real. like, is this... 2013. Um, and you had already expressed that I knew that you wanted to have kids. So at some point, you would ask me, like, is this going where? And then I had to, like, take a, like, serious stock of, like, what I wanted. I basically wanted to keep things the way they were. Because I was, like, very happy. I'm like, okay. This is like before I understood anything about non-monogamy, mm-hmm. ethical non-monogamy, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. This is before I understood anything about that. Because, I mean, I grew up in a very traditional household. You grew up in a relatively traditional household as well. I mean, your parents are much more religious than my parents. And so we both kind of grew up in a very heteronormative, very monogamy-focused family, kids. But I, so I, that's why I started thinking about, okay, yeah, no, I could, I could see myself with her, but I needed to, like, am I open to kids? Because I know that she wants kids. Okay, I'm open to maybe having kids. Mm. It's okay for me to ask for a marriage. It it wasn't, like, the biggest part of that, Mm. like, whole, like, deciding to, like, try to ask you to marry me. Mm. But it was was a small part. Yeah. I was like, consideration mm-hmm. but the idea of having a child was something that that i've always really seriously have thought about and wanted hey have you heard of ship a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing culturally inclusive medically accurate and pleasure-guided sexuality education therapy and professional training to adults you can find us online at we know ship ship.org we provide the sex education you deserve, and we know sexual health includes pleasure. So then, fast forward, mm-hmm. 2018, we kind of had, I had to make a decision yeah. of whether or not I was going to stop taking birth control, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, you know, it was one of those, like, I think I'm feeling like I'm a little bit ready to go for it. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, the summer before that, and, like, t- sometime before that, I remember just thinking, like, but I really like this life that we have. Like, I love our adventures. I mean, when we ended up, we went to Hawaii twice that year. We're not that fancy. It was because um, my sister got married in Hawaii. And then a month later, Athena's had a trip. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was, I mean, it really felt like freaking luxury. I mean, I guess that was the universe's way when you think about it now. Like, that's like the universe's way of being like, 
Y'all are about to be locked down <laughs> for a long time. For a while with so a child. Let's so we're going to let you go to Hawaii twice. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the year before that, we went to the Philippines. Yeah. 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 We went to the Philippines right before then. Like, Best vacation ever. That was really fun. So we had a lot of great adult moments <laughs> and childless moments. Yeah. And then December 2018, I discovered mm-hmm. that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. We have a baby. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. I want to tell that story, but I'm not. <laughs> There's a whole other story. Another time. Another time. Another time. I feel like that's more specific to other things. So yeah. it's been two years. Mm-hmm. So I guess in all of that process and like knowing that there was a potential for me to be pregnant after mm-hmm. stopping taking the pill, were there any more hesitations? Were there any more like, I mean, like, I guess it feels very different for you versus mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Thinking about it now, you know, because... I'm the one that really had to make the decision because I'm the one that's going to be carrying a baby. I'm going to be the one that's like going through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And for you, maybe it was a little more external. I don't know. I guess I don't know how to formulate this question well because this is the question about how I came to decide that it would, it would like, be like okay, I guess, or that you were like okay, this get, is the time for me. Obviously, it was very serious, but I'm like remembering our life. So how did I get from? I don't want no baby <laughs> to, okay, let's have kids or a kid. I like, you know, one. I know you want three. I get it. I don't want three. Uh, no, you no longer want three? No, I, I no, I've never wanted three. You wanted three? No. Lady no. Three. Two. I never um, wanted three. You wanted three? It was two or four. Two or, two or four? <laughs> Those are the options. So basically seeing my niece and nephew grow up. Nibblings. Nibblings. I think really when, when Luna came in the picture. Watching her grow up. Well, I knew it was, it, I, I've always known that it's very important to you. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, it's like this big responsibility. Sure. I mean, uh, yes. I mean, uh, and I hesitated for the longest time even to become a teacher. You did. So I didn't want, for many reasons. Uh, insecurities about my terrible spelling. Insecurities about taking on that responsibility. Mm. Uh, like, you know, educating in a more official capacity. I've been an educator a long time. Since I was a child. I didn't understand it that way. Yeah. At all when I was younger. So I knew it was important to you. Mm. And seeing the nibblings growing up and um I loved them They're watching great. them develop. Maybe like, Yeah, I want that too. Mm. That's what got me there. Yeah. So two years in. Two years in. Officially two years in. Two years into our marriage? No, into our... Oh, where we are now. Yeah. I think that I've spoken a lot on my social media about how how parenthood, how motherhood has been for me. You know, going through postpartum, Mm. the, like, worries about having a Mm. kid, like, all of that stuff. And there have been things that have been very difficult. Yeah. But what was the hardest thing about parenthood? So far, thus far, being a parent has brought to the fore some of the stuff that I haven't confronted mm. for myself. So, like, there's my own mental health, my own thought processes, my own mm. stuff that I can go through and think about, my own traumas that I haven't thought mm. about. And I'm seeing a little human develop, and like the pressure that I put on myself, oh, like, yeah. making sure I'm doing, um, supporting him. Mm-hmm. And then 
not having processed things, reacting in ways that I don't want to react sometimes. Yeah. Not nothing nothing too over the top or anything like that. But I think early on there were a few times where I was like and you get very get, frustrated very frustrated. quickly. Like you're yeah. in the Aries and you do kind of this thing where you kind of go into a tunnel vision kind of situation. But it's never I feel like it's 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 never to a point where like you lose sight of things. But you do zone in on specific stuff. Right. I can hear when I have to step in and be like, I'm going to take over because, like, earlier tonight, mm-hmm. right? Well, I could hear that he was, like, struggling trying to get his diaper changed mm-hmm. because, obviously, like, he had just had poop and yeah. didn't want to deal with it. Had some constipation. And he was, like, kicking you, I think. He was just flailing his legs. Yeah. And I'm not going to open that diaper until the legs are more still. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to step in because I felt like I could hear, like, the frustration kind of rising. And so I was like, you're just going to come in and assist? And hopefully it was helpful. And when he got his diaper changed, he got him into the bath, poop free. But yeah. Yeah. No, brings dealing with my own stuff <laughs> has been the biggest mm-hmm. challenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I want to be, it's so important to me, um, how we raise him. Yeah. Um, the example I said, because I'm an educator, I'm, like, super aware of, you know, everything I do mm-hmm. is teaching him. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. But also... I don't, I don't want to be a bad example. But also showing that you can make mistakes... Yeah. And then there's that. adjust... Yeah. ...is also teaching him. Yes. Right? But because it's helping to, to show, like, you're essentially modeling what happens when you do get frustrated. So, yeah, definitely. I feel like that's often a thing that gets left out of the conversation when it comes to parenting. It's like, mm-hmm. you have to either be, like, 100% perfect or yeah. you suck. That's you know? not a thing. It's There's no... False. Not a thing. You can't you, be it, perfect. Yeah. I've also seen things where people are like, oh, I don't want them to, sh- to see that I'm frustrated. I don't want them to see that I'm sad. Or, they you should know what see I mean? that. They, they should see that. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I'm, not, okay. I'm not saying that I don't want him to see me frustrated. Oh. I don't always have great behaviors around managing my frustration. Mm-hmm. So I want to model. Yeah. So, like, he should see me frustrated. It's a human thing that happens. He's going to get frustrated. He needs to learn how to deal with being frustrated. I want to show him how to how to deal with that appropriately. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's like thinking about that has made me aware and more cognizant of the ways that I deal with my frustration and how I don't like some of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I could ask you about like what's the best thing so far about being a parent, but I feel like that's like a whole thing. Like, there's so many amazing things. What are a couple of things that you love about parenting? Love about parenting. I get to see Soul be Soul. That is amazing. He is amazing. I don't understand. I but don't that, understand. And people say this to me, and I try to be like, I've been trying to internalize it a lot more. And I don't know if people say this to you enough because I don't know if people say this to father figures what? enough but the reason he's amazing is because you're amazing have you ever have has anyone ever said that to you before no <laughs> people say that to me all the time which i love and it's like I mean, maybe it's one of those things where i feel like 
I think my parents have, maybe. Okay. Once or twice. But, um, but I get it a lot more often. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it with friends. I get it with social media. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. I mean, historically, there is just a lot of, like, complicated things that happen with mothers. You know what I mean? Like, from postpartum and, like, all the pressures that are upon us trying to be both parent and working full-time and all that stuff that all isn't all often put on men oftentimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So I get the honor of, like, hearing that a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's it's true. And, like, it's yeah. one of those things where I've had to be like, you're right. Yeah. Well, how Who else am I going to credit for his awesomeness? I mean, he's yeah. pretty awesome on his own. There's things he's been able to do on his own and pick up, like, things we didn't know he was going to do. His smile, his laugh, everything. Everything about your child is just amazing. Yeah. You know? What's your least favorite song or that he wants to listen to? Listen to? I mean, Wheels on the Bus Wheels is getting tired. It's getting tired. Oh, I I'm a little it. don't really want to listen. I mean. Yeah. But then it just becomes background noise. I think. Like, what's your favorite song so far that he sings? That he sings? Or likes? I don't know. I think it's adorable and awesome that he likes. Fio Fio and some songs in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. He's recently learned an entire song in Filipino, in Tagalog. And I'm like, pretty cool. Cool. I've been reading that to you and I still don't know the tune. Okay, good job. Yeah. He he picks up music very fast. fast. Kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, we've exposed it to him. Since he was in my my uterus. Since pre day one. Yeah. And like every day. It's hard to pick a favorite because it's, it's, all of him. Yeah, all of the above. All of, all of him. Let's talk about partnerhood. Okay. What has been the hardest thing about partnership <laughs> together, the, mm-hmm. you and the, our relationship, what has been the hardest part in the past two years while also trying to be a parent? If you're enjoying the Raw Bar podcast and you're wanting to learn a little bit more about specific sexuality topics, check out my Dive Deeper series on YouTube. In Dive Deeper with Goddess Cecilia, I touch on specific topics like waterproof adult toys, self-pleasure health benefits, and postpartum depression. It's the same sassy me, but in video format. And I do it all while wearing a mermaid tail. Sometimes I'm on location at a tropical destination, and sometimes I'm sitting on my seashell throne. As your pleasure guide, this is a personal invitation to you to explore all the ebbs and flows of pleasure and self-care. It's my honor to bring a little whimsy and magic to a topic that has historically been so taboo. A new Dive Deeper drops monthly on YouTube, so make sure you search for Dive Deeper with Goddess Cecilia and subscribe. Finding the time and the energy to commit to our relationship. Yeah. Like, it's been tough. We, are, we are both very busy people. Yeah. I have an extremely, extremely challenging emotionally, physically, yeah. mentally a job. And then I come home like nine o'clock. All right, you're here. Hi. How you doing? Right, um, right. I haven't breathed for myself yet. Let's let's work on us. Let's you know connect. Yeah. Usually our connecting in at nighttime is like, okay, what thing haven't we watched yet on T V on like Netflix that's, or HBO? That's not or... our connecting. That's like what, what we do together. Yeah. Yeah, like we usually ask each other, like, "Oh, okay, how was your day?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I do like that. Yeah, I mean, so I like that we share 
with each other about what we're going through. I I think I've mentioned this to you recently. I'm like thinking about like other questions to ask. Yeah. Other ways to ask. Other ways to ask. Um, mm-hmm. Because sometimes I don't want to hear about everything that happened in your day. Agree. Same. You know? I'm like, I don't have the capacity for that. I could barely process what happened behind me. Right. Um, and there have been times where I feel like, yeah. but at least for me, I feel like I can't actually tell you about everything that's happened in my day because it was mm. extremely stressful or like, mm. it just means I have to like relive it again or like talk about it again. I mean, I don't have that. I don't have to do that as much now because I'm not working full time, but. And sometimes it's like, helpful to, to process that stuff again, but like being intentional about like what made you smile today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there something that was challenging? Mm-hmm. Right. Like I think, I think of, not, I haven't remembered them yet, but I hope you remember them. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were just on vacation, so we didn't have to ask each other. These yeah. We were with each other all day. Yeah. Honestly, that feeling is the feeling that I had early on in the relationship. The feeling of, like, I haven't had time to myself yet. Early on, when Sol was still a baby, I feel like there was moments when... Remember, we were talking about, like like wanting to be more intimate Mm -hmm. and i was like i've had a baby on me all day yeah you just needed space if it wasn't the baby it was the cat yeah (laughs) you know and like Mm -hmm. my body was no longer mine and that was really tough Mm -hmm. for me then feeling like i also had to give part of myself to you i was like i you weren't there like no no. (laughs) like You're, I you're, couldn't even... Your tank was empty. Yeah. You wasn't anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you were really understanding of that in the beginning. Okay. But I And I know that there's actually... There's a lot of, like, internal pressure for me that's like... I remember that. I have to show him that I'm still interested. I have to show him that I'm, you know, still, like, want to be intimate and, like, all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know? But I can't be the only one to do that. That's not how relationships work. It's not how relationships work. That's not how partnerships work. Yeah. You, know, you both have. Right. And a lot of it really was just, like, internal anyway. Yeah. For, like, that, that's what was going on in my head, you mm-hmm. know? In terms of, like, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, fuck 2020. I Ugh, mean... 2020 was a mess. Like, a mess. So, I'm an introvert. Yeah. I need space to myself, so I don't have to be, like... It's not performing, but sometimes, like, at work, performing. You know, yeah, like, totally. like... I mean... It's performing. Yeah. It is. <laughs> you have to be on... Yeah. You have to be on not just for your students, but for your staff. Yeah. I'm never by myself. The, the one time I'm by myself, I'm driving. And that's not that's not decompressing. That's not the yeah. time. Yeah. That's getting from somewhere to somewhere else. Yeah. So that yeah. had been the challenge for me. Yes. Is finding space. To be by yourself. To like, we have a small apartment. <laughs> we have a very small apartment. You know. And like, it's, yeah. like, I feel guilty like trying to like ask to like have some time to myself you know like i know you haven't had time to yourself either i mean it's different now it's a little different now because i do you know trying to work but like she literally hides in our bedroom so that soul and the nanny and the nanny can have space here so that he's not constantly distracted by her so she's not constantly distracted by him yeah and it's like it's hard when i really have to pee <laughs> I'm like text the nanny. I'm like, I have to pee so bad. Like I try to wait. Oh, there have been a couple of times where I'm just like, oh, I just gonna wait. Like <laughs> I said to go, you know. But or I hear her like, no, do you want to go outside? And I'm like, yes. just, yeah, they do manage fine. He's obviously fine, you know. I just come out of the bedroom. He's like, oh, it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then you disappear. Like, what happened? Yeah, he doesn't think about it, yeah. Or maybe he does, but he says that the door is closed and yeah. I feel like we talked a little bit about already about like, you know, the the great things about the past two years. Watching him grow. It's in the wild. I can't believe but like he looks so big sometimes. So we were just on vacation and mm-hmm. we got to see our new nibbling, yeah. right? Izzy. Um mm-hmm. and I'm like, Soul was never that size. Like he, he no, he was exactly that size. But he, like in my brain, I'm like, I, yoni, yeah, I, never even, I didn't even get a hold of Izzy, and that's fine. Oh, you didn't. No, nope. I didn't ask. Okay. You didn't ask. Right. Little munchkin, like little, so little, cute. You know, I'm obviously like, I'm biased because he's my nibbling, but he's adorable. And now Soul's like running, oh. running. You know, there are times I have a Google photo album of Soul, <laughs> and there are times when like I just check to see if like. There's specific pictures. If there's a picture I'm looking for, or just to make sure that my my photos are uploading, but I have to scroll through all of them, and sometimes I like stop, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my baby, like he's yeah. not a baby. Not a baby anymore. Toddler. He's. I mean, he's been a toddler for a while, but even more so now. Whew. So, last question: What advice? Oh, would right. you get? I forgot about this one. Yeah. What advice would I give to who? To new parents. To new, like, coupled parents, right? Yes. Okay. Specifically new coupled parents, right? Because um, I feel like we can't speak to single parent. And I want to I wanna recognize that. Like, I think there are some pieces of advice that might be really useful. Like, with... And also... It being specific to coupled. Mm-hmm. I think I have to go back to, you know, what's been challenging for me, right? Mm. Like... Uh, mm. Finding space and time for myself and finding space and time for each other. Yeah. We were very nervous to leave him Oh God! Yeah. for our anniversary this year. Yeah. But we did it. Thank, yeah. thank goodness for your parents. Our first overnight away. Yeah. It was like one night. One night. One night. <laughs> other one parents night. are like, peace. You know, and we were like, oh God. We, I think I was more worried. I, speaking personally, I was more worried about the other people. Yeah. I knew Soul would be fine, because he, he stays with them all the time, and he sleeps up there. It's just, how are they going to figure out their space? Yeah. But, um... So, making time. Making time. I know I got this advice, like, not to lose yourself in your child. Yeah. That's really good advice. You're still a whole human being onto yourself. And so are um, they. And, they. and so are they. And it may feel like they need you every second of the day, but you don't. It's crazy. It's great. Your brother, though, was like, mm-hmm. but you haven't had to deal with stitches. Yet. 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 Yeah. We've taken him to the emergency room. Well, because we he had a temperature. were scared about his temperature. He had yeah. Temperature, so we had to, Early to, to on. Check him out. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Temperature and cough. Yeah. All that stuff. Any last thoughts? Last thoughts. It feels hokey to, to, to like, harp on the, uh, not hokey, it's the wrong word. I don't know how to describe what how it feels mm. um to like harp on communication because like that's always the answer like or kind of communication yeah but it's always the answer for a reason because because it's that important yeah but it's also vocalized too like you're having a hard time communicating something yeah that's important you and i have very di- we have very different ways of seeing the world we have very different ways of understanding things in Just general explaining things, of explaining telling things oh my god I don't hate the way she tells stories. It <laughs> it does not jive with the way I process information. Mm. So it's it's like work to like keep all the context stuff that she tells me to like 
build the the background and the context. Yeah. Right. She's telling me all the details. Meanwhile, you can read Game of Thrones, the whole no, what's it called? Fire and Ice? That whole yeah. series. How many times have you read it now? All the books? Twice. I thought three times. Each time a new book comes out, you have to reread all the previous books. Dear God. When, you can read those books. Yeah. <laughs> but my way of explaining things is have you read what? The Hobbit? Or Lord of the Rings? That's what got me into fantasy. That was like my first I book that like I loved. Some of those books are like, I'm just like, this is so long. Why are they describing these people walking in the forest for like five thousand yes. pages? Yes, exposition. Babe, I read The Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time was my favorite series for Robert Jordan and, oh, his, no, I do and, and his descriptions of every piece of clothing and garment and, and See, furniture is ridiculous. I don't you go just, that you just skim some of it. But but the, the storytelling is vivid enough. It's a different genre. Us talking <laughs> and reading a book. Those are different things. And what I'm saying are is... Are you trying to say that I'm not vivid enough? No! <laughs> it, I'm just... Hmm. I have to say that. I know. It's fair. I walked into that. I get it. Um, I, I think about and process things differently. <gasps> and I'm aware of the way that you do and how you talk about things. Hmm. I'm just like, okay, yep. Be like three or four more more details about things before I find out what the what the what the topic is. Like, what is the thing that we're talking about? Then tell me all the other things. Just like give me a give me a, a, a topic sentence, please. <laughs> Not a subject. Please. Then a body of the email. So should this, I do like let's say for example like so this is what happened today and I give you the like exact thing that happened. I don't even know how to do that without telling you about all the other things that led to that thing. So you want me to get to the ending? No, it's not the ending. You don't have to give me. You don't have to give me the punchline. No. But if I were like, let me tell you what happened today at work. Yeah. yeah. Then I have to go into. It's fine. This is literally another topic. It's funny to me <laughs> and frustrating and funny both. Like parenthood and partnership. It's work. It's work. It's and worth it. It can be a lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well. Thanks for doing this with me. I know this was not your favorite at all, but you did it. I'm proud of you. That concludes the raw bar, also because my margarita is gone. So thank you all for joining us. Hopefully that was uh, interesting, enlightening, real, raw, for sure. And I hope that you all join me next week. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing Jessica Von Zay, who has a lot of interesting stories and a lot of interesting points of view about different things in the industry for a long time in the sexuality industry, so seen a lot. But I've also learned a lot, and I'm excited to yeah. chat. Alright, see you next week. Well, friends, it's time to go our separate ways. I hope your body and brain are fully satiated and stimulated from today's episode. Make sure you rate and review today's episode and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Lastly, head on over to goddesscecilia.com. That's G-O-D-D-E-S-S-C-E-C-I-L-I-A.com to find out how you can connect with my guests and me and how you can be a part of the Raw Bar Regulars. See you next time.